What's up, everybody? It's your favorite podcast, Get a Bucket. I'm your host, Trey. Thank you. I always appreciate it. I really do. I hope you all are staying in, staying safe. The coronavirus, it is serious, ladies and gentlemen. So, again, just practice those safe measures. Um, social distancing is it is important. Wash your hands. Again, this is 2020. We really, Unless you're, like, a kid or something, we shouldn't be telling you this. You know, like, this is common knowledge. Everybody should know this. And again, there are no sports. Nothing's changed. Uh, still have a few. We well, still have postponements, cancellations, all that good stuff. Like a few nice videos here and there, and like some highlights on ESPN and NBA TV. But for the most part, we hit y'all with some uh, with some good content here, some good sports content, some creative content. I'd say so. Tune in. Alright, so half one. What type of fan are you? Um, there are, in my estimation, nine different type of fans. Before you hang up, like before you, like before you two, like click out. Just hear me though. Just hear me. Give me a second, cause it, I, I was I was kind of perplexed when I when I created the list. My damn self, like seeing like nine folk. Wow. Um, let's go down the list though. We have, and I'm gonna go down from, I'm gonna go down, I'm gonna go in ascending order, so the lowest to the highest. We got the uh, the non fans, okay? So these are the people who openly admit that they don't watch sports like that. Like that seems pretty simple. They don't watch it, not opposed. Like they're out in a group setting, the whole group usually watch. Okay, that's a non fan. All right, next up, we got the casual fan, who is a person who seldomly watches the games, but does enjoy a good game like so you watch it occasionally you you like it when it's a good game it's interactive it's, it's entertaining but it's that's that, that's not your niche i'm sorry it's just not the average fan you know you check some source of basketball you follow some social media account pertaining to basketball or sports and you watch a game every week or two like that seems pretty simple the, then we got a sports fan now it's quite similar to an average fan Except you have multiple sports. So if you watch football, basketball, soccer, tennis, um, like whatever case, or I guess it would be American football and football to some folks, that's what I consider a sports fan. Okay, there's a difference between average fan and sports fan because average fans pertaining to, like specifically to basketball. Now, you have a player fan and a team fan. Seems pretty simple and self-explanatory to a state. Uh, the NBA fans, I gotta say. Y'all are next up because you are pretty much the average fans. However, you study the game and you legit contemplate on players similar to how a GM or a coach should actually do or a team president and CEO like should, should well, will do throughout the seasons. So that those are what the NBA fans are. And then you have finally your sports fanatics. Those are the people who have studied the game from 1891 to present like if I mention Sam Jones Akeem Olajuwon, Elvin Hayes Bill Walton, Jerry West Wes Unsell, Nate Thurman if you ain't recognized all of them or like I'll give you the bulk of them you're not a sports fanatic I'm sorry like you these type of people really know their sports really know their history they study the game they observe it they, they eat sleep and breathe basketball like that like that that those are what the people are now the worst of the worst are the bandwagoners the bandwagoners i'm talking about like 
like they're they're just pure scum. Like I I like you just spit on them. Like you just you just literally spit on those type of people. Anytime a good team when we had the Lakers, the the Heat, the the Warriors, like those t- those fans who just joined the team because they know because the team's fan base because they have a good idea they're gonna win. Those are the people I don't like a lot. So again, those are the nine fans that I have, and I actually question what fan are you? I think I'm personally at the NBA fan realm. I'm not a sports fanatic. I'm not going to know everybody's name, you know, like that from way, way back. I'm aiming to get to that point though. But I do challenge you to wonder just where do you fall in that whole nine realm fan stage? Again, I personally am an NBA fan, but I'm like a fringe sports fanatic. Alright, halftime. I'm saying this straight off the cuff, bro, because I'm going to keep it a buck with you. It, it, it was weighing heavy on my heart, and I did not appreciate the way we did my man's dirty like that. I'm talking about Cam Newton off the off the Carolina Panthers. Uh, this NFL, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. We let go of our number one draft pick in 2011. He's been with us for nine years, and it's stupid to me because we, we didn't want to see if he was healthy. Like, we could have either waited to see if he was healthy, and then if not, okay, bet, then we could possibly tank, right? Or, or, or put ourselves in position to get a top-tier quarterback like a Trevor Lawrence out of Clemson next year. Like, like the moves we made signing Teddy Bridgewater to a three-year deal, that does not tell me that we are trying to prepare, like, to get, like, a quality quarterback out of college to develop like we're trying to I, I don't I'm not a big fan of Teddy Bridgewater he was the backup on the Saints he went 5-0 and last year all right cool but Buddy had a plethora of weapons and a stout defense to boot like you're not really you ain't gotta do too much you just gotta game manage hell Kyle Allen got four starts or had like four wins in a row like come on boss like we not we, we not we not giving too much credit for that so again I'm not necessarily keen on how the Panthers are moving. I understand prolong like our chances of winning, uh, increase our chances of winning later on in the future. But we had a qual, we had two MVP ca- a caliber players on our team, in Cam Newton and Christian McCaffrey. And this is the offense. I mean, we have like better offensive weapons now than when we did when the Panthers went to the Super Bowl. Like we're looking, we were looking pretty. And all we had to do was bolster the defense and protect Cam. That's it. And our defense was alright. We took some hits, but we, we could recover. So, again, I hope you recover, Cam. I hope you find a good home. I'm rooting for you. And I do not like how the Panthers did business this game. Ah, this is twice. We did this to Cam and Steve Smith. And both of them were tremendous figures in the history of the Panthers. Half two. Now... Do I think we should go back to seeing the big three again? When I say the big three, no, I'm not talking about the three-on-three contest by Ice Cube, although that joint that does slap. Um, shout out to you, Ice Cube. No, I mean like the big three is in the Miami Heat in 2011 or the Boston Celtics in 2008 or I guess you can classify the Warriors in 2017 when they added KD. Like those type of, like that's a big three. And sometimes plus. So, should we really get back to seeing those type of days? I do like. Oh, I'm sorry. I have like the dynamic duo era that we have, that we are in this year. 
sucks that the coronavirus hit, but this was actually a really good and entertaining league. I mean, there were good game, there were good games every week, if not every day, that that basketball was being played. So I was really enjoying the like this year. However, I think we're gonna see a big three form in like the next three years. To be honest with you, just because like friends like to play with friends it's a different day and age. I don't think that's a bad thing. Like, I, I really, truly don't. There's a negative connotation towards the, the big threes. But I think people misunderstand that. If you have a big three, but you've drafted everybody. Like, for example, the Spurs had a big three, but they drafted everyone. Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili, Tony Parker, all of them were drafted. The OKC Thunder had a big three when they had Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, and James Harden. I mean... If you, like, the Warriors had their big three originally with Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and Kevin and, and, and Clay Thompson. Like, you can have a quality big three and it be okay. The problem is how, for example, the Heat did it when they made the decision. When you're taking players in their primes and combining them together, you, know, you should be playing against one another, especially D Wade and LeBron James. Because guess what? You might be able to run into a Kobe Bryant in the finals. And you can get quality stars. I mean, D-Wade's won a championship before. You can win championships in Miami. And they're good enough players to take you over the top. So, it, again, it's the way you do it, not the fact that big threes were form, are, are, are formed. I mean, the Boston Celtics, you can't really talk about how they were formed because management did it. Matter of fact, Paul Pierce on, on the All the Smoke podcast had this to say about this. Talk to us about that with that team dynamic and chemistry and how it all came together. You guys are really the first big three. Although it happened yeah, through trade. It, it, it happened through trade. It happened through trade. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people yeah. think we orchestrated no. this. No, you guys are just no. the first big three. We, I mean, Danny Ainge got it through trade. You know, now everybody going to play with one another. Right. Ours was done organically, right, right? Straight up. And I completely agree. Management did their, like, got them together. They, did, they would have liked to play together. Yeah, what star wouldn't want to play with another star? But at the same time, they didn't force themselves there. They didn't buddy up and try to win a ring or anything like that. Like, they stuck it out over their careers. They gave one hell of a run, almost made the finals a couple times. And then eventually management got them onto one team. Like, that. Like that's a nice way. That's a good way. That's an acceptable way to form a big three. So, again, there's nothing wrong necessarily with the big three. It's really just how you actually get there. Thank you all for listening to the podcast. I really do appreciate the love and support you guys have shown. I hope you all enjoyed the show. Please continue to subscribe to the podcast and tell anybody who's anybody. I appreciate the love and support you guys have given me thus far, and it really just it really does warm my heart. Please stay, continue to stay safe, wash your hands, practice social distancing, and, oh, before I forget, please continue to be patient i am getting into the point where I'm, i will be transitioning over to the video in the next couple months so can just watch out for that notification all right see y'all